All right, welcome back to the Pacific. It's me, boy. It's me, Joe. And the time has come. The day we were dreading. Well, the day you were dreading more than I was. Uh, yeah. Um, this week's episode, we're gonna be talking about uh, the newest season of the Halo TV show uh, on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I um, think that's like one of our most watched episodes on YouTube. I think talking about the finale. I think yeah. Um. Well, to be fair, it's just, it's, the Halo, you know, the Halo show is very divisive, I guess, in and, terms of the fan community, right? And that's being nice. Yeah. That's being nice. I've said it before, and I'm pretty sure I've said it before on, on those episodes. I think, I don't blame the people in charge, uh, people working on it. I may as well blame the people in charge. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the most infamous thing to come out of um, the show, aside from... You know, no Master Chief, Mr. Cheeks, as they like to call him. Um, it's really the the fact that the showrunners outwardly said, and I'm not saying they said it with their with like their chest out, you know, head held high, with everything out there. They they basically said they didn't ever never play in the game. I was being, you know, cautious because uh, that could also mean, oh, you know, maybe they read the books. Or, you know, maybe they looked up the lore. And when that show came out, Joe, I think you can, you can sum it up better than I can. Well, I mean, yeah, when the first season uh, premiered and stuff, uh, yeah, I think it was a very sort of what the hell's happening kind of thing, right? Yeah, that's the best way to say it. Yeah, this is a lot of, like... I mean, I get what they, I guess, were trying to go for. Um, yeah. I mean, hell, they even said it themselves that, like, it's its own, like, timeline continuity thing. Mm. Thing, which is, like, all right. You know, like, I'm not against that, I guess, but it's very, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels weird, right? We, we've went over it, like, a thousand times through each of the episodes. And the it can easily call like summed up as um. It just doesn't feel like Halo. Yeah, I think that's sort of the. And we've had talked about like how there's other like, media's of Halo that are there. You know, Ford of the Dawn. It's probably the one that everyone's been talking about ever since the show came was was came out. How it should have been like a Ford of the Dawn kind of shit, because like. That was probably the best live-action Halo we've all gotten. Um, yeah, because, you know, um, I mean, yeah, it was a web series, right? Um, and, yeah, you had Chief in it, but he was only, like, towards the end, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very much, like, just set up the... It was made to, like, set up, uh, what, Lasky's character, who was mm-hmm. gonna be... He's, a uh, in Halo 4 and 5, you know, like, he's not that big of a character. No, no. In the grand scheme of things, but it was just, uh, like... Like but it was basically centered around like how Chief, uh, you know, influenced him. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you have like the anime shorts, right? Yeah, Halo Legends. Yeah, which so good. It was it was the the pre visions, as they will, you know, uh, Star Wars visions. But now we're here with season two after a lot of backlash and a lot of stuff has been coming out about it. Um, Pablo Schreiber, the actor for uh, Master Chief has said that, you know, 
people can, you know, relate to someone who wears a mask all the time. And, you know, that sets the internet ablaze. <laughs> um, yeah, especially considering that, uh, Paramount Plus is, like, I guess, rival streaming, uh, competitor, Disney yeah. Plus, started off with... I'm Roman. rolling my eyes at the calling it a rival, but sure, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know, all these streaming services are trying to, like, out-compete Disney Plus and Netflix, which I feel are the big two streaming services, right, for obvious reasons. Uh, I would throw in Max, but then Max is kind of like, yeah, what Ma- the fuck is going on? Ma- Max shot itself in the foot, <laughs> and it's bleeding out <laughs> for no reason. Um, but yeah, pretty much it's like Disney Plus has... You, you'd think the paramedics would help him, but they just keep running him over. No, no, he's actually refusing help. He's like, no, I'm perfectly fine. You know, I, I did this to myself. Don't worry about it. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the process. All right, Dave's ass off. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways... Disney Plus has The Mandalorian, and sure, you could argue that second season was alright, and third season is a, is a bit hit or miss, but when that first season came out, people loved it, and people subscribed to Disney Plus for The Mandalorian, and Mando kept his mask on pretty much that entire season, right? Except for the, like, the last five minutes of the last episode, but yes, mostly you are correct. Yes, exactly. Like, clearly, you know, as much as... I think Pablo Driver is a fine actor, and I honestly think he does okay as Master Chief. Mm-hmm. It's a little, uh, I would say, it's a bit of a bad take for yeah. him to be like and say yeah. that. And granted, and maybe because it's the show, the people in charge telling him to say that, he probably you know agrees to an extent. Right, because I mean, again, I think in an IGN interview, he did mention that he felt the Makis. Uh, you know, like the whole Mister Chief scene. Yeah. In the last season was probably a mistake. <laughs> you know, like you know, it wasn't his idea, and he didn't he didn't really think it was you know that you know like he probably they shouldn't have done it. So you know. Yeah. I I do kind of hope it is that way of like, for the most part, he's some of the stuff he's saying is mainly just from like showrunners and stuff being like you can't bad talk our show. To that extent, you know, mm-hmm. but he he will, you know, when allowed to say so. Like, yeah, there was probably some stuff we may have fumbled on the first season, but you know, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think he does fine as the master. He's been in other projects, and then he's in like he's like he's that kind of actor that like really like gets into the role. Like not like a um what's his name from the the bad Joker um. Uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, not in a Jared Leto way, but more like, okay, you know, I, I fully understand this role. I can get into it. You know, you kind of forget that he's in these shows because how much of how well he blends into the to the scene and stuff like that. But no, I I think it's one of those things because he, I feel like he, he, we said it before, he he can do a very good pantomime of Chief, right? Um, but more to the point is we're back to talk about this after. Uh, what it was like a year or two of yeah i think the first season came out in 2022 okay that'd be yeah, been two years yeah so uh-huh. yeah about two years because yeah. it came out in march i think of 2022. yeah but the 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 thing that made me really want to check this out is that early reviews came out and they were positive they were very positive i think uh the tomato meter was like around the 90s and like the user score was like around the 70s which is mixed 
but more in a positive manner. Right. And as a Halo fan, so yeah, I think you're a bigger Halo fan than me. Mm-hmm. You read the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were interested, and we wanted to check it out. So right now, the first two episodes are on right now on Paramount Plus. Uh, you guys can still go check it out. So we're gonna be talking about our initial thoughts on these two episodes, and I'll say this clearly: there's been a writing overhaul. Like a lot of stuff has changed. The best example of this change is the intro. <laughs> well, um, yeah, but like it, it's a very small change. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have more or less the Halo theme. Uh, very prominent. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen the, the first season, it's it does the usual like uh Halo uh chant or whatever. Like you know it if you've ever played a Halo game and had the Halo theme uh, blast. You know, like um, but you know, the first season it plays that and then kind of goes into a bit of a somewhat generic like um music. I guess I would yeah, like call it. it. Like, it's, like it's there, but yeah. like it's not like the main focus here in the mm-hmm. you know, in the opening for the second season. They they definitely put a hell of a lot of focus on the Halo thing uh, as the opening theme, uh, which is I mean, I'll say this: it's nice, you know, mm-hmm. because it. I mean, I will say this about the first season is that there isn't a whole lot of like music that felt like very Haloish, no. I guess in my eyes. Right, it did, you know, uh, it just kind of just felt somewhat of like a generic soundtrack. Uh, at least it seems like they're at least attempting to like remedy that. I mean, we'll see as the season progresses, right? Mm-hmm. If we get any uh, m- musical nods or references to other classic Halo, you know, soundtracks and stuff, you know, it's it's very much like, um, you know, you you feel like. Um, you know, like in the Mario movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have all these little, uh, musical moments that reference, you know, the various musical things from the games. Um, but then you'll have, like, uh, you know, like various pop songs show up, right? Because I know there's, like, that, uh, the one where they go to, like, the, uh, you know, the DK City or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, and how yeah. And how on the, the soundtrack in the movie, there actually is, like, an orchestral version that, like, Mixing some of the Donkey Kong music, it's like, oh, that's neat. But uh, they didn't play that; they played "Take on Me" instead. Yeah. So you know, it felt like that. At least listening to the uh, opening of the uh, of the second season, I'm like, oh, okay. At least you're attempting to, mm-hmm. you know, like inject some more Halo ness into the show. Which, I mean, like I said, you know, it, like it's nice. At the same time, I mean, like it's just sort of like. I don't want to say too little too late, but, like... <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just, like, all right, sure, okay, that's your... your all right, mm. sure, all right, fine, all right, okay. we'll, we'll, let it, we'll let it slide for now. Yeah, but, no, but the reason I bring that up is because that's, that's the first indicator of, like, what I was saying, a, a sort of overhaul on a lot of the things that they're doing, because um, this, this the first episode starts off with an attack on a planet, um, clearly what's going on is, for those of you who be an initiate, know is this is something that the Covenant tends to do in, in the games and in the lore, is that once they find a planet 
they glass it. What they do is shoot it with enough laser to basically, you know. Yeah, like basically, I guess from the lore aspect of it, they just shoot like plasma from their ships in like low orbit to just glass, like literally turn the surface of the planet into glass. It's like so hot it just, you know, like melts shit down and like turns it into glass. That's what they call it, glassing. And yeah, it's one of those like, oh yeah, that, that's a pretty crazy thing to do, you know. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it just it it's a indicator of like just how much of a threat the Covenant is. Mm-hmm. Like they're will they're able to do this sort of like crazy, you know, like actual like world ending stuff to planets just because they have humans on it and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Because they're 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 that strong of a force. You drop. A lot of people don't know that that uh, it, during in the games, they're the humanity is actually losing. Well, at the start of Halo One, yes, it's a very much of a you know like the Covenant War's been going on for about like twenty years at this point, and humanity has had some victories, but for the most part, yeah, they've been put pu- like the Covenant's been pushing all the outer rim colonies, you know, been taking them down. Uh, you know, like, just, it's been, like, a losing front, and, you know, the events of the Halo story, from, like, mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3, is that sort of turning of the momentum, right? Finding the Halo ring, you know, like, turning, you know, like, it's a turning of the tide moment in mm-hmm. the in the lore of the Halo universe, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you kind of get to see that bit here, I think, in, and I think that's what this, basically, this whole season's gonna be about, mm-hmm. sort of seeing that sort of, uh, moment of like okay we've been pushed to the edge moment right yeah and like it's it's really interesting right because like it's it's one of those things okay we're actually paying attention to the lore a bit uh but we're still doing the things that like because the best way i can sum up this season for me right so far in these two episodes it is better but it still kind of lacks it being halo you know Mm-hmm. Because like yes, they're they're uh, glassing planets. Then it becomes like you're sort of this like not like political thing, but a lot of it is teasing the fall of Reach. And if those of you who know what the fall of Reach is, it's basically the Alamo of space. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I mean, heck, it's. Basically, um, if you know anything about Halo, I mean, you know the Halo Reach game is, uh, you know, like, it's a big moment uh, in the Halo universe, right? Like, Reach is one of, like, the, like, most defended inner colonies. Like, it's essentially at the doorstep to Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, Reach falling to the Covenant is essentially a sign of, like, oh, no. They're getting close. Yeah, the Covenant has reached the inner colonies, and that means they're just one step closer to Earth, you know, and that's, you know, bad news. I mean, heck, uh, Halo reads the whole story about that. I mean, heck, technically, they sort of reference what might, uh, you know, be a thing in Halo, in, in Episode 2. They, they, re- they reference a certain uh, moment, which is like, okay, that is that setting up Reach? Like, stuff or whatever, but... Yeah, um, you know, it's a big moment, I, I guess, yeah, an Alamo in space kind of thing, you know, where, like, a, a uh, sort of last stand moment for a lot of characters, and then, 
you know, it's supposed to, it launches Chief, because, uh, so not only is there the game, there's the book, the prequel book, Fall of Reach, mm-hmm. that not only just explains uh, Master Chief's backstory, but yeah, it, you know, it goes into the Fall of Reach as well, you know, and it's sort of like, that's the setup to how the Pillar of Autumn, you know, and Master Chief got to the Halo ring in the first place, you know? Like, they were escaping the Covenant after the Fall of Reach. So, you know, with that being said, if that is, I mean, I'm pretty sure that is where the season is going. Like, it's going to set up, you know, the Covenant are on Reach, and the UNSC trying to, like, halt it and stop the advance, mm-hmm. ultimately failing while Master Chief and, like, I guess the rest of the Silver Team and whoever are pretty much deployed, you know, have to escape on the Pillar of Autumn and go on to a launch coordinates to an unknown space, you know, and stumble upon the Halo ring, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I mean, I feel like that's probably where that's going to uh, lead into, right? Yeah, and if you know what the, f- it's also like, you know, references the Fall of Reach book, which is in around, like, you know, the origin of Chief and the Spartan 2 project, and, like, also, you know, where we will eventually end up in book one, in, in game one. Um, but, yeah, um, there's a lot of that build-up here, and clearly it's not an adaptation of the Fall of Reach book or the game, because, you know, the game kind of does its own thing compared to the book, but it still is a forefront of, like, the main plot. Now... Last season, everyone was in Reach. So they set up Reach already. So they're going to be, you know, they're doing all that. Um, let me ask you this, Joy. How, 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 far do you, how much do you feel about this show right now, so far? Um, you've seen? I mean, so far from the first two episodes, I mean, I, I again, it's, I think it does all right in, I think, a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think one of the things I think we mostly praised in the last season was the action and it does seem like yeah the action's still pretty oh no yeah cool to watch and she earned that bull true <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's uh you know action's pretty you know mm-hmm. spot on so far or i do think there is an interesting uh thing i want to mention is that um, one of the new characters, uh, I believe his name is Anderson, like, yeah. um, he is the, uh, replacement for Halsey after, you know, her whole you know, stuff that happened in the last season, mm. taking her own death and stuff, like, he's the new head of Oni, um, and I, he is a actual Lord character, too, like, he mm. actually shows up in, I believe, the books, he is, um, the head of the Spartan 3 program. Ah. Uh. So, I mean, I don't know. So far, he just at least seems more like a, I'm just trying to do what's best for humanity at this moment, making sure, you know. Yeah. Like, it's very clear that, like, um, he's just trying to do his best. And, like, I mean, he doesn't really care much for the Spartans, but he knows when to use them, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in the books, he's the one that developed the Spartan 3 program, mainly because of, like, wanting to make it more streamlined. Yeah, a bit more streamlined and be able to, like, have less of the issues the Spartan 2 program have, which is, you know, a lot of, uh, I wouldn't have, I want to say dropouts, but then that feels a bit disingenuous because a lot of the, uh, uh, 
the to, failures. Yeah, you know, like who, because the Spartan Two project is horrendous. Yeah, you know, body augmentations, all this stuff, child but, kidnappings, you know, uh, you know, brainwashing. I mean, kind of, kind of not. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to explain it in an inaccurate way, but more, more to the point. Yeah. You know, the Spartan Three program was more of a trying to mass produce Spartans. Mm. And, you know, like, uh, if you go into the books, they're a bit more, <laughs> I won't, mm. uh, uh, kind of can of fodder-ish, because he, he has a lot of Spartan 3s just go out and, like, just... You say kind of, but a lot of the, the Spartan 3 uh, soldiers were war orphans, <laughs> and, was, and they just, like, kept pumping them out because there were so many war orphans. Yeah, you know, um, but... Yeah, that's his whole thing, and I'm not, I mean, <laughs> knowing this show, I don't think they'll go in that direction of, like, because there already is some sort of tension between him and Chief, mm. you know, of, like, why aren't you letting us do this, that, that, it's like, hey, listen, all right, I'm doing, you know, I'm just, I'm doing what's best for us, all right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll use you when I need you, all right, kind of thing, mm. right? Um, so I don't think it's going to be a subplot of him setting up Spartan 3s to be a thing, because, I mean... That just feels like it pro- that might be its own thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, that's a, that's an interesting note that I'll have to make about um, the introduction of that character. I mean... But Wait a sec. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing about the show is that, it, you know, its use of uh, Halo characters, right, is very interesting. You know, mm-hmm. in that sort of sense of like, oh, hey, you know, we have these characters. But then at the same time, it excludes other characters that I'm kind of just like, so why isn't... Because I think, I don't know if we ever mentioned this in, in, in the last time we talked about the yeah. first season. Why have we not seen Sergeant Johnson at all? You know, like, he's a very popular character in the Halo fandom, right? Yeah. Like, he's always, he's been in the, he was in the first three games, you know, that sort of thing. Like he's just a fun little side character, right? He has the really best like. lines. Yeah, like, I'm not, is it, like, I, I granted, I don't want to say it's because the show is trying to take itself a bit more seriously and not have sort of, like, char- like side characters that do, like, that, you know, say the one-liners, do that stuff, right? Yeah. You know, or, I don't know, it just, it just feels kind of weird that, like, we don't have Sergeant Johnson, even though he is, like, one of the most popular characters side characters of the uh, Halo universe. Oh, yeah. Uh, I always remember the lines he has in, like, Halo 3. Whenever you choose certain difficulties, his lines change. Uh, yeah, um, especially with the, uh, they even have, like, the the skulls, like, I think the I Would Have Been Your Daddy skull. Uh, yeah. Even adds further to his, like, one-liners and mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, you know, um, visuals are always great and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know, it just, it just feels, I, I agree with you in the sense that, like, as much as they do uh, certain things right, and, like, I mean, obviously, you know, the costumes and all that stuff mm. looks great. They, they, they change some storylines, you and I were talking about how they changed, uh, what's her name, uh, storyline. Uh, Quan story, yeah, yeah, which, um, is interesting, um, that they kind of have a whole, like, they add, you know, like, Quan's still in the story. But now she's sort of, uh, like, 
I, I guess, is it spoiler if I say this? Just say it. Uh, yeah, like, Magical gets glass off yeah. screen. Like, they talk about how, oh, yeah, we had all these other rune planets. Uh, this planet, uh, Magical, got glass. And it's mm. like, that's the planet that Quan was on. That ha- She had her old little thing with the sand people and, like, protecting this place. And now that planet was glass. And now she's uh, hanging out on the uh, that asteroid with uh, uh, Thorin, mm. the... the the AWOL Spartan character, you know? Yeah. Like, she's sort of just kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say a scavenger, you know, but, you know, she's just trying to, you know, find a way to survive on this asteroid now. And it's yeah. like, like, well, that's an interesting turn for her character. Because I originally thought, like, oh, did they just kill her off off screen? Because I know her storyline was definitely, like, the weakest part of the last season because yeah. it just felt, it felt like it went nowhere. It felt like it went nowhere, and she was very one note. <laughs> like, I think, you know, I think the original plan for the screenwriters were, was that, like, her whole shtick was that, like, whatever place she was starting on Magical was going to be, like, this portal to Halo, right? Like, mm-hmm. a straightaway portal to Halo, and I and that was what they were going to do. And I was like, I mean, because that, that, it felt like the only explanation as to why she was even, like... In the show, more or less, and like why? And if it wasn't that, it was like maybe she'll be a Spartan three. I mean, again, you know, maybe you know, or or even a Spartan four, which you know, that's another can of worms I won't discuss into. Mm. But you know, it's just a weird thing. And now that this is the plot they're going with her, is that she's Mm. sort of, you know, like having to live on, you know on the edge of this little, like, pirate, uh, oasis thing, and it's like, all right, that's a, I guess that's an interesting take for Quan at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they needed her to do something in, in mm. the show. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely agree that for as much stuff as they seem to improve, because, I mean, heck, they're even given, like, the other Spartans a bit more personality, probably because I think um, one of them, like, removed the little, like, emotion yeah, yeah, pill yeah. And, thing. And, and that's one of the moments I'm like, oh, I kind of like this more. They're, they're leaving all the jokes to uh, characters who kind of needed it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's sort of, I, mean, I don't know. It's like, again, one of those weird things of, uh, of adding bits to the Halo lore that doesn't feel like it's really necessary. Because last time I checked, the Spartans weren't never really given many, like, at least the Spartans who never felt, uh, I don't think it was ever explained they were given, like, any, like, emotion-suppressing, like, mm-hmm. stuff in their bodies or whatever, like, like suppress their emotions, which, I don't know, it just felt weird. Like, no, that no, sort no. Of, like, they, they always had, like, a certain character, because like, I always think about, um, what's his name, um, he, he, he's a part of the Spartan 2s, he was one of the Chief's friends, um... Fred? Fred, like, yeah, Fred was always more of, like, a, more, not laid back, but more... Le- a less serious chief. Yeah, it felt like, especially when you look at it, um, I guess, yeah, because I mean, you do meet Blue Team in 5, and Halo 5. Mm. Um, they definitely have more personality. Like, it's not like, yeah, they're still like serious business Spartans. They have a gold mine, that sort of thing. But, you know, they're not like robots. No, no, no. You know, um, I don't know. It's, at the end of the day, um, I do agree that for as much as the show, at least these first two episodes of the second season seem to have improved a bit in the writing department in terms of certain things, 
there are still other things that just kind of make you go like, like why are we focused? Why, why is this? Why are we doing it? Yeah, like yeah. This, right? why, like, why is this the focus? Like it's, it's take, kind of taken away from like the things that make Halo Halo. You know, yeah. It's just like what was the problem with just trying to adapt the original games and just adding more flavor to it, or even you know just adapting the books? Because again, if this season is basically just going to be a Fall of Reach storyline, why not just adapt the original Fall of Reach book? Mm-hmm. You know, which actually, you know, like Chief isn't a silent protagonist in that book. He has a whole thing. You know, like why couldn't it's? It also ends with the loss of a friend. <laughs> Yeah, like Samuel, you know, it's like, why can't, why wasn't that the decision? Like, it mm. doesn't, like, it feels like if this is the route, because mm. I, I am going to bet absolutely a bunch of money that we will not see, besides the opening, where it shows the Halo ring, mm. we probably won't get to the Halo ring at the end of this season. Probably, maybe, I don't know. I don't think we will. Mm. Maybe it'll end in, like, a moment of, uh, uh, you know, the Pillar of Autumn jumping into space, if it's called the Pillar of Autumn, which, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, this is Silver Team, not Blue Team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we jump to the Pillar of Autumn or whatever, or it jumps out of uh, space, and they see the Halo ring in the disc and be like, what's that? You know, that might be the closest we get to a Halo mm-hmm. in this show called Halo. <laughs> um, I guess to be fair, though, like, technically... The Halo itself doesn't really appear in a whole lot of the Halo games. <laughs> Technically. Technically not. It doesn't even appear in a lot of the, uh, the Mar- and a lot of the, like, the other, like, extended universe stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, point is, um, you know, it's just like, there's, uh, there was, this felt like there was other ways you could have adapted this story and mm-hmm. kept it very faithful to the games and stuff, but, like, I don't know, it just feels so like off brand like mm-hmm. it feels like you're selling me like fruity pebbles but you got me the fake kangaroo like cereal in that big bag or whatever instead and trying to pretend it's not pretend it's fruity pebbles and it's like what you know yeah, yeah, yeah i know what you're saying <laughs> it's like i'm getting greater value halo here i'm like what is this mm-hmm. <laughs> no granted it's as it could go, it could get better, and it could be, like, still, you know, we're, we're giving it a chance, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that. I'm, I am going to do my damnness to give this season a chance, because, you know, hearing that it has, like, uh, some new writers or whatever, like, in, hopefully, in hoping that, like, hey, maybe they learn from the first season, like, hey, you know, let's discount a lot of that stuff, let's start fresh, let's try to be a bit more mm-hmm. uh, cohesive to the Halo universe, right? Like, hopefully, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Because, I mean, I will say this. At least uh, we don't know there's going to be a third season because unlike the last time, uh, uh, Paramount didn't automatically just say, yeah, you're getting a second season. Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. So who who knows what... what Immediately what, jumping in the gun before... Before uh, realizing, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that would mean that this season has to end strong like a motherfucker. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think it's a good place to end it, guys. If you enjoy what you heard, sure, follow us on all, all forms of social media. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Geekintarians. And be sure to follow us on uh, that Instagram, because it will leave you a link to, the, uh, to any podcast that's referenced to the podcast. Like, I'll podcast. Uh, like, I'll, 
like our podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, and all the like. And be sure to follow us on YouTube for audio li- all you audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. We'll be there uh, all the time. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And we have a Patreon for all the fun and support. And yeah, that's the end of this episode. By the way, guys, quick announcement is that we will be moving to a bi-weekly um, release schedule. Uh, it's mostly due to the fact that we do have some stuff out of this that we want to focus on. Uh, but we still want to come by and bring you all the good stuff. So this is just to let you guys know we are moving to bi-weekly now. And yeah, that's about it for us. Me, boy, you like? Me, Joe. Have a good one. Peace.